So yeah, let's talk about coronavirus. I think um, it's topical, and I think everyone wants to hear our take on what everyone's heard everyone's take on, and we haven't jammed our opinion into the internet on this yet. We did earlier, back when it was kind of like, you know, we thought, we thought it was going to be just like SARS, and it wasn't going to come here, and it was going to blow over. Yeah, so we all thought this Back when we were so naive. Yeah, we thought, is this just going to be a China thing, maybe like in Southeast Asia, but now we know it's here, it's in our backyards. And we're going to need to buy guns and get... It's probably next door. It's next door. We need to fashion Mad Max-style armor out of tires. All right. Uh. It, that, that's, that's your responsibility. Oh, listen, I taught you how to lockpick, okay? Yeah. Don't, that's don't, one Of my many skill. now? One. God, no, I got to do so much now here. I got to do a podcast in the post-apocalypse. So, yeah, we've been taking up lockpicking. Yeah, I, um, I, watched, a, yeah, I watched a bunch of the lockpicking lawyer... And then I ordered a couple of lockpicking sets. And then I um, made the mistake of entering a conversation with you two while I was dicking around with a lock and popped it open. And then uh, Sam had a look in her eye like, this motherfucker can do something I can't. Exactly. And then uh, she looked at me angrily for a while because I introduced something she couldn't do. Nah, it didn't really happen like that. Listen, I saw the looks you had. And they, they were that of anger, <clears throat> frustration. And blame. I mean, it's it's like one of those things that you see people do in movies and right? and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Right. Yeah, when yeah. when would I ever need to do that? When would I ever want to do that? Until it's right in front of you and you can do it, and then you do it. <laughs> it never occurs to you to look at Google or at, at Amazon and see if you can order a, a thing of lock picking tools. Nah, not really. What other um. Is there like a hot wiring tutorials and hot wiring Probably. sets? Oh, I, listen, you know there's a hot wiring. Well, I mean, modern cars. Is there cars, hot wiring um, YouTube videos? I mean, modern cars are like super, like, are just probably computers. a WikiHow page for it. Yeah, there's, there's like, a, like modern cars are computers now, so it's going to be a lot harder nowadays to do it, especially even before the Tesla comes at, came out, you know? It's getting more and more difficult because it's just a mountain of wires. So it's like a coding thing. Yes. It's, or it's, will be a coding thing. Yeah, you, basically the people who are going to be stealing cars are going to be, yeah, like little like hackers okay these gloves i got as a, I, I put on as a joke for this are super hot i'm gonna you know one we're not filming this one so no one can really see yeah that joke that you were wearing gloves that, that was more of a video joke i should have <laughs> i'm not gonna lie and these I, hazmat suits that we're wearing are getting very hot as well no you keep I that think, motherfucker on i just want to take <laughs> these off no okay so yeah let's hear it um so a little bit more on lock picking is uh, i i've been i watched a bunch of the lock picking lawyer and it's one of those things you can kind of watch in the background or pay attention to because all his videos are like a maximum of like 10 minutes long and he'll just be like okay and he has such skill there's none of that like oh i don't think i can get oh, uh, uh, it's just tick 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 opened and then he i'm not that good yet yeah no yeah no one in the house is that good yet but uh it's very satisfying. It's something about all those clicks. He has. He must have a good microphone aimed at the, at <laughs> yeah. the because you hear very clearly. The tick. Yeah. I think yeah, you're a little bit too close to the mic on that one. Back it up a little bit. She's uh, dicking around with that. Yeah, she's she's now trying to pick a padlock that I bought uh, a couple of days ago. I got like a couple of them, and uh, they they were good practice locks. Um, this is a weird, le- really weird. Hot little house obsession that we have right here. Right? I brought it out, and now... So three of us. Anthony just looked at us like we're fucking crazy. He did. He, he really did. He, well, listen, Anthony looks at us like we're crazy for a lot of stuff. Fair. So let's not... Uh, yeah. It's not... Out, that's not... He, he, that's, that's par for the course, as far as Anthony's concerned. We're eating, um, you know, pizza one day, and he walked in and looked at us weird. Yeah, it's like, he's like, oh, you, you got meat on your pizza? Well, because he's a vegetarian, so yeah. 
I was so, just, I was um, being oh, hyperbolic that, right there. Oh, yeah. oh, that was see that was that Whoa. last click, that last click, very satisfying. I, I'm gonna, I'm, I might bring those levels up for the when I'm editing the podcast. Um, let's see. You guys watched uh, Doom, right? Sort of. I think I fell asleep. Yeah, listen. That, or I was just paying too much attention to picking locks. That, I, I didn't pay attention to about half the movie. That, I saw the ending, though, the very uh, ending. That looked like the best low-budget movie ever. Like, it's terrible. Or maybe not the best. Like the, the best-looking low-budget movie ever. Uh, Probably, yeah. Okay. So I think that, yeah, I have had heard no good reviews about that movie. I wouldn't give it a good review myself either, having seen only parts of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should give it a chance and watch the whole thing, but yeah, we seeing the way that it ended. Oh, yeah? Uh, Disappointing? I probably would have been disappointed. Okay. That, listen, when I saw that movie was coming out, uh-huh. I never saw it. Like, I, I usually pay attention to trailers. That was in theaters? No, no. no like, it was just, just yeah, just when it, when it was, like, that movie's going to come out, like, just to the public. Like, I usually see, like, a trailer for it. I watch a lot of trailers because you know, I, I have no life. And, um, True. Look, you know what? We have a trailer uh, loaded up here, too. Yes, I do. But that's that's for a later. Don't, don't you spoil. That's a, that's a form of spoiler. And I'm going to have to... <laughs> that's a... I'm going to have to shame you there, okay? So consider yourself shamed. That's a foreshadowing. Yes, it is. Um, what was I going to... Yes. Uh, I saw... Like, the first thing I ever saw about that was just a picture on IMDb. And that thing was, like what, three months out when I first saw it was coming out. So, like, usually there's a trailer by then. So I knew this is going to suck. It was, it, was, it, was, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like, my critique, my short little critique on it was it felt like there's all these beats that they had to follow for the movie. Yeah. But they didn't put any, like, um, you know, uh, they didn't put any art into it. They didn't put any like love into these scenes and making them work and making them cool. It was just like, oh, this has to happen. This has to happen. And this has to happen. Ooh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't feel um, special in any way. And they okay. didn't feel like there was any love or care taken into that. And they skipped. What? They skipped. I feel like you you mentioned when she was battling the final <sighs> boss, basically. And she had to go get the gun. They just they showed her start to run, and then suddenly the gun was in her hand. And you're like, you missed completely. They I'd pro- be curious to see if that was rushed or if there was some reason that they had to make that movie because it felt kind of rushed. Oh yeah? yeah. Well, it probably was. I mean, if you have a low budget movie, it, it usually there's a, there's a big time crunch. I think it coincided with one of the game releases. It probably did. Well, I mean, oh yeah, Doom is coming out like in a couple of days. Yeah. Like I, I pre-ordered it. I I thought for sure they like some video game companies would be releasing games for cheap since everyone's staying home. But I have not seen that. <laughs> I'm I was hoping they'd be like those greedy fucks. Oh, those, not even yeah, like not even greedy. I'd say like I'd I'd have bought it earlier if I knew it was gonna come out. Or I'd have been like, but I, I pre-ordered. I guess so. I have no room to I have no room to speak on that one. Um, so Harry, how about we get a little more serious with the news? Oh wait wait. But about our days, because the realistically. The big news is how is coronavirus affecting all of us? Uh, we went to can't two... take a shit anymore. <laughs> can, you we can went work. to two Costco's today. First thing when they're allegedly open, I think they open before ten on Sunday, which is their normal time. There are already people leaving the store with carts full of groceries, and oh, those there was no toilet paper. Yeah, me and Samantha went to Costco today. No paper. T- we went to two Costco's. The two Costco's. No paper towels. Oh. We used to, I did see paper towels in a cart, someone passing by. Oh, those twice. And I saw one time, one, one instance of one toilet, toilet paper. paper. 
But they had to have been in the store probably for at least an hour at that point. Probably. They, is they, my guess. They 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 uh they did they put in some work to get to make that happen. Then we went to a food for less in a uh, Walgreens. Oh yeah. And we were also out. Yeah, there was nothing. Last ditch efforts. So that's four places. Um, we could have tried our luck with maybe five or six, but I feel that at some point we would have come to the you know shattering realization that uh, there is no toilet paper in the world. That that is unfortunate. Or in this county. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm sure there's like. My brother texted me and he said that they're hoarding toilet paper up in Wisconsin too. (laughs) Of course they are. Well, I'm I'm sure there's like listen because I deliver to a bunch of places out in like the sticks. There's a bunch of like a dollar store or like little general stores like out in the hills in Ramona and Valley Center that'll have some. But realistically, yeah, like in the major stores, there's not. You can get like a two pack there. That's about it. Yeah, I'm glad I found. Um, like I I don't shit here much. Like I I shit at work because I get paid for it. (laughs) And they have, <laughs> they have that yeah they have that. Haven't um, you seen that that baby Elmo yeah. meme where it's like boss makes a dollar while I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Exactly. Hello. Exactly. I don't uh, poop on company time. Just to let you guys. I know. know and listeners. I, I I'm a shy poop. I only poop at my room in my room. <laughs> in the bathroom that's attached to our room. Okay. Yeah. Not in the room. <laughs> in the actual <laughs> on the bed. room. Well, sometimes for no, you know, no, we're being really no kinky. That, that, that doesn't happen. Well, yeah. So, but they, <laughs> but yeah, like a, a business won't run out of toilet paper because they order like a different kind of toilet paper. So, um, yeah. So my work, I work in a hotel. We have our own supplier, and I have not heard that we are running low. However, you know. You know, you I'm never sure know. I'll go into one of the the restrooms and it'll just be completely out of toilet paper. Yeah, and I'll be like, you, "Oh, great!" You should bring a rag with you, like everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. Or you could give me fifty bucks for some of that um, paper towel, some of those paper towels you were eyeballing earlier. What? I, I listen. I saw Victor. He was eyeballing my paper towels. I got we, those. We have like Costco paper towels <laughs> all over the house. Yeah, I got those they're like well before this crisis started. Squirreled away. And now, now they're gold. I, I just left them there because I just didn't think to put them in the cupboard. But now I realize, oh, this is this is uh, this is a resource. I, I have to hoard like Smaug under his his mountain. See, uh, it makes sense, and I guess in other you know um, disasters like an earthquake or a flood, yeah, is toilet paper and towel paper really be- does that become paper towel a necessity? No, it really does. Listen, I, as dudes, we can we can wipe on anything. Let's be honest. <laughs> Victor won't. Oh, Vic, well, Victor, he he he's not like a dude. He's like he's a guy, but he's not a dude. Uh, it, re- it makes me think of that uh, scene in Dances with Wolves. Yeah, where the um, the soldiers they go take a shit and then they get uh, what's his name? The main characters. Oh, uh, uh, not Dennis Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. They get his diary and they start wiping their ass with like his writings. And oh, stuff. that's uh, yeah that. You want those ultimate? The true enemy is the white man. <laughs> Movies that that's that's what that is like. So that, that had an impact on me. So I was like, dang, one day I'm gonna have to. Would you like? Would you like my, my ass with my art or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you work on a tablet though. You're fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just Sam's gonna enter like your enter your bedroom and be like, hey, why is what's what's that smell and why is your tablet covered in brown oh and we still have plenty of uh, super awesome showdown postcards what too. we need oh, to yeah. just do is get that a couple of bidets for this house we really do listen we have a hose are you, really are you gonna, I'm gonna waddle s- through the house no i'm gonna bare ass no i'm gonna shit in the backyard no 
No, so. Are you going to like duct tape the, the hose to your toilet and then? Yeah, see, there you go. Just just bring it in there. Listen, I, I have I some warning you. before I poop. I dare you. Just Use it as a bidet, bidet it up and. You're, you're just, that's what we should just do. We should just go buy bidets. Yeah, you're just gonna hear me like one day, like Where's you're gonna be, phone? you're gonna be watching TV, and then you're gonna hear me. <gasps> How much is a bidet? I'm gonna look. look she's at, about Costco to look. Costco sells them. She's about to look it up right now. It's, <laughs> listen, we're becoming very continental in this country. Like we're liking a lot of European stuff here. It's smart. So, so uh, there's never been like a pan, but there's never been like a pandemic crisis. So, well, I mean, there, I don't think we've we've there learned. was H1N1, and people were scared of that, and that killed like more people. Oh, but it? you know, the, but the media didn't scream about it, so it's like it's probably because Donald Trump wasn't president. Y- yeah, I think so. Like, listen, every, the media <laughs> handled the last administration with big kid gloves, and they were like, "Listen, everything's fine, everything's cool, like nothing's now going like, wrong." Now I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> there's, a, there's, <laughs> a, there's a there's a there's a pandemic, and look who's president." <laughs> the the bidets on Costco are backordered Ooh. for like a month. Oh, oh. They, oh <laughs> damn! They knew. They knew. Someone. Oh was, shit. Dang. Out of stock. Mm. We're playing like chess with the populace, the panicked populace. Shit. Product not found. And we're losing. We're three moves behind. Like, <laughs> and they're not giving us a chance to catch up on moves. Like, well, listen, I, I, I got again, like I got a whole bunch of toilet paper like way before this started, and it's, I got a huge chub pack that that Sam hates when she uses the bathroom that we're supposed to use over here. Um, but yeah, so I'm 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 good for a while. Three hundred twenty dollars. The Navy I, taught me I can use the on-base uh, newspaper as toilet paper in a pinch. <laughs> so listen, you learn a lot of stuff in the military. Do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, like two things I learned is a lot of stuff can be toilet paper and clean. Like, like smell is like seventy percent of clean. What was the kind of material on the toilet on the newspaper? Honestly, it was softer than normal paper. That's why it worked, <laughs> and it flushed. So anyway, everyone at Great Lakes uh, Naval or Training um, Command, I'm sorry if my um, my Newspaper, toilet paper clogged up anything, but I had to do what I had to do, and the uh, the little closet where they distributed toilet paper was closed. Oh, that's interesting. And eventually, I got just nice toilet paper and um, and just hid it because I I volunteered up a roll to my three other bunkmates and just put it on the roll, and it was gone the next day. Like less than twenty four hours later, it was gone. That must have been satisfying to ruin uh, military toilets. It must. You know what? In a way, it was. Like, listen, you're gonna overpay for toilets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen because contractors see uh, the the navy or the government in general. They see us coming. They they look at that and like every time there's a story about like us getting charged for things that civilians get charged like next to nothing for, it's it's always like oh yeah they screwed us. So, so. let's see. Um, uh, how is the so Victor? How is the the coronavirus affecting your work? Um, not too terribly. Um. So I do graphic design for a yeah. sign company, and uh, the only things that happened is, um, one, I was going to go to a digital sign expo, DSC conference in Las Vegas oh. for the end of the month, and that was canceled. Of course. Because of fears of uh, corona, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, COVID-19? Or, or, the, or Wuhan virus, or um, the Kung flu. Yeah, and then... No. Listen, Let's if, just go with COVID. If, if it came from like Louisiana, less xenophobic no, language. Listen, if it came from Louisiana, no one would be like the Bayou. No one would be like, "Whoa, the Bayou flu." They'd be like, eh, "It's the Bayou flu," because uh, realistically, it's it's just where it That's came. That's just from. based on a state. Well, it's, but they're not going to call it the Jambalaya flu, or <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly. But we're not okay. The Kung flu was a joke. Or the Gator. Flu. Okay, the Kung flu was a joke. I don't. But it, <laughs> COVID. 
but realistically saying where it came from is not like a huge like slap in the face of china because they, they don't actually up. necessarily even know where it came from either because of how widespread they think it is well the, the consensus seems to be china and like not, no one's no one's saying like well it could have come from eastern europe no one's saying that I'm, and they show really uh horrifying stock footage of the wet markets do you ever see the wet market stock footage that they show yeah. on the news i have not seen that looks or it's it's, bad. <laughs> it's like it's real bad they're washing off like birds and stuff with a hose and there's yeah I'm, I'm now everywhere. i'm now a thousand percent sure where it came from and then there's like stacked cages of like different animals there's like bats and then like raccoons yeah, yeah and we squirrels. talked about oh yeah we did talk about this like don't eat weird shit how about that well yeah that actually i did i did some research on that a little bit of research and mm-hmm. i found out that after world war ii there's a little bit of a famine oh yeah or sometime during world war ii there was a famine and a lot of the you know, poor people in China were dying, so they got used the, to eating the government different stuff. Made it legal to hunt wild animals. Oh. So over time, wild animals became like uh, a thing beyond chicken and pigs and cows and stuff. There we started go. Started hunting like bears and like you know hawks and yeah, stuff. Well, that's <laughs> the pro- that's the problem with communism is you're going to end up eating weird shit. Yeah, I know. And then and then yeah. it just became a tradition. They didn't stop it. They didn't ban it. They banned it a couple times when the when those viruses came out. Oh yeah. And then they like reinstated it. They're like, well, fine, let's the, just let. Well, this thing about tradition is like, this thing isn't like a thousand year old tradition. This thing is like 40 years old. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> just, okay, well, maybe not 40, says so the 40s. It's like, we're getting into like, what? How, how, how long has it been since the since World War II? Uh, 60s. 80? 80 years. It's been 80 years. So it's an 80 year, it's like less than one person's lifetime here in America. It's not like, <laughs> well, listen, my great grandfather hunted bats. So, I mean. <laughs> You want me to stop that? I don't know. Um, the, I guess there's a trade too, like where the will, the very wealthy are probably eating. I don't. This is me, me pontificating now, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that at some point a rich Chinese guy ate a panda. Probably. I'm just listen, saying. Listen, they I, definitely. They, did. Oh yeah, listen. They, I, I'm pretty they sure they get off on probably eating endangered species. Just well, listen. No, the Asians are big on consuming endangered <laughs> species parts. Let's let's be honest. They want shark fin soup and rhino, and they think rhino horn will get them a good boner going. There's, I know it's it's illegal in China though, but I know somewhere. Listen, I'm betting someone ate a panda. I'm betting a guy in a cowboy hat <laughs> ate that at some point. Let's be honest here. A white dude probably said, "I'd like some panda." And like, listen, a lot of people want to eat a panda. Like I, if, if I had the opportunity to eat a panda steak, I wouldn't pass it up. If it's already cooked, I'm not going to say no. It's a waste of a panda. Like, you know, Panda Express, you know, where'd that come from? Exactly. I'm yeah. thinking, I'm hoping, <laughs> wow. I, I'm hoping if I say the right thing, I'll be able to say, uh, like, what's the, what's the secret word for, for eating the panda? I feel like I'm on that one podcast where they were, uh, where that guy got fired from SNL. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. When they're talking about like Asian people. <laughs> Okay, we're not. This is not that. We're not, not that racist. It's not that bad. Those guys are like admittedly racist. Admittedly. And <laughs> if you have to, pati- if you have to like back yourself up by saying, okay, but those guys were like definitely racist. <laughs> we're like we're, not really racist. We're not racist. We're insensitive. Big difference. Okay, so I've seen the faces of death where it was the Morocco version. Oh yeah, and like they, they had that that monkey where they put it in the table. Wait, I think you're thinking of um, and then they. Well, I, I think you're thinking of um, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's Indiana Jones. You're thinking that's the children smash it. Okay, that's oh. less. Okay, that's something else. Over the head. I don't. And then mm. they eat its uh, fresh brains. Yeah. Well, no, they ate chilled monkey brains in India, so they they were classier there. Okay, wait, wait. There's like thousands and thousands of years of of brain eating, cultural well, dietary preferences. 
Yeah. So we're just, we're in the part of that human each- history where we're kind of learning that some of this shit is not beneficial not be to good. the ecosystem. And so we're, it's, we're combating these years and years of culture. And it's, that is why it is so difficult for other countries to be as woke as people in America. So yeah, everyone listen, eat California burritos, man. Carne asada fries. (laughs) Let's go get a cheeseburger. Let's normalize people. Yeah. Unfortunately, at some point, uh, Cows are going to cause a big problem. Oh, they, they're, they're already, already causing it. They, they're just one yeah. giant fart. Listen, those lazy fucking cows should get a job. Is what they should do. No, um, but no, Sam, that's actual but, cows. That's no, actual bovine. Actual cows. Talking about actual cows. No, you, you, you were winking at me and, and pointing at Sam there when you were saying it. Those cows. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Damn it, you couldn't. Nope. Listen, I was not. It's a, it's a joke, man. Come on, go along with. Okay, but anyway, Sam, how, how is um the kung flu affecting your daily life well COVID 19 <laughs> is resulting in all of our managers are now working four-day work weeks those of us who are hourly are probably working 32 hour work weeks probably less there are some other hotels in what? in in the county that have put all of their admin to three-day work weeks so it's not a huge loss in hours because like the, the the current average work week is like thirty four hours a week right now. So well, these are all people that are working forty hour work weeks. Mm. Not everyone has PTO saved up, so some of our departments are <clears throat> really struggling. Some yeah. of the people with more tenure are actually being are willing to take more cut hours because they have PTO saved up, so some of the newer employees can actually get more hours during yeah. the week because they just don't have the PTO since they were hired so recently. And we have, we have new hires that literally they just got hired like less than a month ago. And now we're telling them, sorry, you can't work. Wow. Yeah. That's changed that, well, our restaurant well, hours. That, in the hotel. Yeah. That is a little rough. Like um, anything else from your work end? Cause mm-hmm. I was going to go into mine. Cause I think mine's most is, is also Yours really, is most, but you, you are still, you get normalcy, at least as far as your own schedule, for the well, most part. As far part. as the schedule, yes, I get. Um, I, I, I'm getting the same amount of hours because people still need to eat. I, I drive yes. home delivery for a grocery store, and um, basically, um, and this time I said basically without just using it as a filler. Um, I'm ge- I'm getting the same amount of hours. Lots of ums, though. You know what? <laughs> what you, can I? Can I? I'm also drunk. Please continue. So. I give you permission. You know what? This is my podcast. <laughs> I will consider. Listen, whether or not your, con- your permission is granted, I'm just going to talk. What's up? So, there are some changes to procedures. Like I have to stay six feet away from all uh, customers. So you just you walk up to their door, you drop chuck, off the groceries, put it right in knock front, knock on the door, throw it on the um, throw the receipt on top of the groceries, and say I have to maintain. Because like, some people will come out like because they see me on the app like at the final stages of an Amazon delivery, right? Coming towards them. And that always drives me, that always drove me nuts anyway. Someone would come out and watch me unload, and I feel like I can't listen to podcasts while they do that. Are you allowed to, like, they open the door and they step back and you can put it in their house? Or yes, are you. If, if that is if they are elderly or need help, that's, okay. I'm going to keep going into that. So I have to maintain six feet away. So normally I say, I'm going to drop it off at your doorstep or at your garage, and uh, then I'll, uh, and I have to, they usually have, a, they have to sign the phone. But now I'll just say product delivered or what I've done a few times is I drew a house and I put the word food above it and drew an arrow to the house, which I usually am a big fan of. Um, not as not more um, un, unattended deliveries where I can just drop it off at the uh, door. 
but that costs more. So I can see why they don't do that. Uh, elderly people in their own homes, I tell, uh, I am to tell them, I can deliver it, but you have to stay six feet away from me. So just go back over there, and I can, I can, but I haven't had that, that problem yet. With yeah, you could, you could have the virus. And I just could? not be showing any symptoms. Exactly. Um, and then you can give it to them, and then they'll die. And they, they kind of really, <laughs> Jesus, fuck. So, but at really, um, but at elder care facilities, where is a big portion of our, um, of our deliveries, because old people who live like in California, while their families still live somewhere else. That's why I really like doing the job is like an, an old person in a house can keep their house for a few years longer because they can't carry a thing of water or old people in a um, assisted living facility can make, can live in a less assisted living facility because I can carry the food into their home. But yeah. now I am to deliver to the front desk and then just walk away, tell them who it's for and go because I, I think that's a really good idea because they're the ones who are at most at risk for, um, for this virus. My my grandfather is in a care facility. It's he's in like the high risk of escape ward, which is oh wow. <laughs> anyway, he's 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 he can't walk anymore really. But um, my aunt just texted us on Friday that um, they are not permitting, and I think it's pretty much statewide. Any elder care facilities, they're not allowed to have actual visitors in the only people that are allowed that makes sense, yeah. to interface with those clients. The people that live there are the workers. Look, so yeah, we, we, live we in, can't, we can't, I can't go visit my grandfather. He's, look, we live know, in the 91. digital age. Call your parents. Just, listen, make this a habit. Like, you know, like call your parents as much as you should call your parents if they live out of state or in an elder, elderly facility. Um, I had like a 15 minute call where they talked about like all these procedures, um, like our store, like the store I, was, I work out of most, um, that's like got 200% profit for like, I think this month, like out of two weeks. Yeah. It has been insane. We had a big pizza party, probably gave everyone <laughs> the virus of so whatever. Just um, make sure you start buying Costco stock and oh yeah, like Vaughn's stock and the, the good news is the stock market's already rallying. All we needed was something. like the administration, whether or not you agree with it, to say, "Here's our plan," and like it, the market's rallying. Let me see where are we at right now. He declared a state of emergency. He declared a state of emergency. They actually just dropped interest rates. I think down to zero or almost zero. And if you see like which, right, it's not, it's not particularly be good. good. But it's not, it's not good, be good, but like if you look at like what the um, can we refinance our house at zero though? Probably not. Probably not. No, but the Dow is up to twenty three thousand. So I mean, like it that's a it's like a spike. So listen, all listen, all the market needs is like some form of security. That's just manufactured success though. That's not that well, is that's, not going to be good of, in the long run. That's most of the stock market. We were overdue for a crash anyway, and look. That, that's true. Like, listen, it's manufactured, and that's what the market needs. Because this Does whole, it this, yes, it needs, it needs a little bit of that. And because realistically, this isn't going to affect us in a huge way. I mean, honestly, mm. we're we're changing our behavior, and once the weather warms up, the, it'd be like any flu. Like once, it's, but once, this this is probably going to last at least another two more months. It, may, it might last two months, but like, which means you you, and. Actually, I think I'll be the only person in this house that probably won't be working unless I can get someone else to hire me. Yeah, so <laughs> you all have pretty secure jobs. But really, why, why would Anthony? Because everyone's always dying. Yeah. Oh, no. Look, the weather's saying, gonna, I was saying, why would he lose his job? He wouldn't lose He won't. Job. Look, the, the weather's going to warm up. I'm the only one. Like any sickness, oh. warm weather will put a stop. We'll, we'll put a dampener on that whole thing. <clears throat> no. Oh, yes. The like, actual infectious disease specialists say that this looks like it will last 
at least you know, two more months. It'll last, but how bad will it be? That's the thing. Like any infectious disease is usually worse in colder weather, like the flu. Like it, the flu season is during winter months. Cold weather makes it worse. And, and we're going into to summer right now. We're, we're, our, we're on our way there. And yes, it will last. The effects of this will last. But to be fair, it won't be as bad anymore. I'm, I'm predicting. As I know, I'm not a virologist. Exactly. But given trends, <laughs> but given trends. But this, this is, this does not follow how, the same thing. Listen, it doesn't it, follow it, it the is same more, trends as other viruses. Well, it follows, well I'm watching television. Well, it, it, it follows the exact... And there's no one in the audiences, so I think we're doing something there. Well, yeah, no, it follows the exact same trends as viruses. It's just more, it's just more, um, um, a little buzzed. It's a little more um, infectious. No, what's the word I'm looking for? Come on, come on. When it infects you fast, or... Which it's more contagious. contagious. There we go. It's a little more contagious. A lot it's more a contagious. lot more contagious, yes. But a lot, a lot. But remember, that doesn't change the fact that warmer weather will affect that. And yes, it will be contagious, but we're also taking huge steps culturally to fix that. Like companies I've, are doing things I've never seen them do before to mitigate this. We'll and see. it's not and it's not well, they are. They just we, we're seeing it right now. Like games are being canceled. Conferences are being canceled. Everything is canceled. Yeah, a lot of stuff canceled. So what you're going to see is, yes. I this... saw SmackDown with no one in the audience. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> so listen, this is actually very good news. Like, this is how it's supposed to be. You go family, community, then government. The community is doing things that are right to fix this issue, even though it will hurt them business-wise, because the long-term effects of canceling big gatherings is a lower infection rate. And it's not about stopping it. It's about slowing it down so the CDC and other private form firms have time to develop a, a vaccine. And the hospitals aren't flooded. And the hospitals aren't flooded. And that's the, these are the many reasons I think this is going to be a, you know, this is, it's not going to be as bad as people are saying it's going to be. It will be bad because it, it is happening right now. It is bad. So, yeah, I think, um, I think the, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to be, one of those guys, but the mainstream media does want this to be Trump's Katrina. They really do. They want this to be Trump's Listen, Hurricane I, Katrina. I heard Bill Maher talking about he's ho he loves the fact that there's a like Bill Maher sitting there on TV saying, "Oh wait, he's happy that there's a stock market clash because it'll be bad for Trump." And I'm sitting there saying like, "Well, what?" Speaking as one of the people who needs a job to pay rent, to buy food, to pay for his car, uh, fuck you, Bill Maher. So I don't know. Uh, listen, yeah, uh, that's a, that was a shitty thing to say. It was a shitty thing to hope, and uh, I think he doesn't. He's not like he's not unrepresentative of uh, a number of people. I think. Yeah, I don't know. politics is weird, and uh, you don't really want to come yeah. out and say that. Like, I don't want to come out and say that. You know, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I disapprove. But you know, uh, you know, and good for I'm you. Not, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not big on Trump, but I can see. Let's. Is he? Does it matter whether he's being treated unfairly by the media or not? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But um, when you've got this like extreme, like kind of one-sided, like vision and narrative to try to like kill, like stop him at yeah. every corner, you mm -hmm. know, it becomes noticeable. Yeah, and it becomes kind of, I don't know, annoying. Well, yeah, and it really – and people, like, it kind of dials people – people, like, filter out stuff now. They're dialing back what they view or, or how they react to news stories. I think um, the um, – what was that guy? The, um, the guy who does the um, pitch meeting and the first guy to ever? Yeah. He did the great thing where he was talking about this, like, uh, how sensationalist news, no matter the, um, the motivation for it, 
makes people think like, okay, maybe this isn't as bad as they're trying to, they, they turn their dial down. They, they adjust for inflation. <laughs> it's like the, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. Kind they, of deal. Yeah. They adjust for inflation. And so yeah. <laughs> when a news story that should be taken seriously comes out, they might go, okay, well, listen, they said this was the apocalypse for yeah. North Korea. Yeah. So, uh, we, we weren't nuked. So how about I just turn this down three notches? Yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's where like your own research like comes into play like yeah, everyone dude. everyone has to like be a truly informed citizen now yeah so listen listen i mean we've to, always had to but like especially now it's, it's like, very important and listen listen to multiple perspectives if you yeah. like cnn listen i know you're gonna hate it listen to fox don't listen to the opinion area listen to the the, the actual news portion of it because yeah, they're still biased but they're going to be biased from a different standpoint and it might like tilt you the other way a little bit to a more moderate standpoint yeah they're what's that what's that word when they it's very editorialized. Yeah, editorialized. Yeah. So everything is going to be, you know, everything's going to be from like CNN and MSNBC is here's the coronavirus, how Trump fucked us. <laughs> and everything yeah. from F Fox will be here's the coronavirus, how Trump is saving us. Yeah. And you know, Trump should have never said that it was a hoax. When oh, he, he, that's when he, he didn't even say it was a hoax. That his was a conspiracy the, theorist mind kind well, of. He didn't even his, say the virus was a hoax. He said that his mishandling of it in that way was a hoax. Yeah, still, but like. Yes, he could have worded it better, but if you actually listen to what he said, he said that him like like being racist was was that was the hoax. Yeah, but you know that kind of he's still kind of part of it. He's still playing into like yes, the game. he he is a hyperbolic asshole. Yeah, so no doubt. And yeah, and okay. so um, but the the disease the the um the COVID maybe it's not the end of the world, but it should be something that people on their day to day uh, life should be looking to you know. Uh, do all the things that they're talking about, like social distancing, yeah. washing your hands, not breathing, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Refund the CDC and the pandemic team. Well, that wasn't defunded. That was the thing. Like they, he, the pandemic team was all fired. That was like twelve people. Like that was uh, the thing. Twelve people. And we have a CDC. That's the thing. Like, why are we adding more bureaucracy onto this? Pandemic team. That. The CDC. No. Yes. CDC is responsible for a lot of things. When you have specialties, that's important. Look, it's not as huge a deal as I think it was. So like, I didn't know about this story, so I have yeah, very he, little to say as about part, this. As part of the cost-cutting We are one of the only countries that are allegedly this developed that have not been preparing for pandemics. If we are not researching and consistently working on how we would react in pandemics... There's a reason why we have tested so few people, but we don't have any actual good process. Well, I read a, few, a number of articles that said, from both sides of the aisle, that say that it's not just a matter of, like, we didn't have tests. Like, the CDC had tests, and no administration would just have a wand to have COVID testing kits available. Because this thing emerged very quickly and then was exported to all over the world because China exports a lot of labor. But if you had a pandemic team who understood how to create things and was focused well, they on wouldn't, that, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't be able to like just again. We would wave have been a magic another wand. couple steps further than because we were. the CDC would be responsible for making those tests, and they were also responsible for limiting how we use tests in the first place. There's a number of like articles that so show that they had the problem where they couldn't. They were responsible for green lighting tests. They couldn't use it as a screening measure for arbitrary um, bureaucracy reasons or bureaucratic reasons. Hmm. We do have a, a lot of bureaucracy in our, in our government. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why other countries are 
way ahead of us on testing. Well, I mean, because they're, they're like, if you're looking at like Spain or stuff like that, yeah, they're very small countries. We're a huge country with like over 300 million people spread out over a large area. I'm not saying it couldn't be better, but we, you know, we we put in, we've already approved billions of dollars towards this. Well, they had that CDC guy on um, the news recently, and he's saying that the testing kits are going to start coming out in the next couple of days. The, yeah. One of the representatives, Katie Porter, actually got, I don't know if it was the director of the CD, maybe that's what it was, to actually say, yes, we will actually provide free testing to people who are showing the right symptoms just to make sure because they were like, well, you know, we got to look and see. She's like, no, you have, you have the authority to say you will authorize free testing for everyone, regardless of insurance status because of the severity of this problem. Why aren't you just agree to it? And he finally did. So thank you, Katie Porter. Um, you know, if that Theranos girl, Elizabeth Holmes, if her technology was like actually legit, oh yeah, that chick, you'd be able to just go to um like CVS pharmacy. Oh, that chick with the deep voice, right? Yeah, and you'd be able to just give a little blood prick, and then you'd be able to get your test right there. Well, you uh, you and I were listening to you listened to before I did, but Moderna, who is one of the companies that's working on disease resolutions or whatever, they have through messenger RNA been able to come up with something that should basically be like a plug and play mm-hmm. where you can, you get the DNA of the disease and you plug it into this and you can test and then you can create the vaccines based on this because it's just based on the, the, the RNA. Yeah. I think it was when I heard, so, I still don't understand that. I had to probably take like a biology class or something, but from what I heard, it's like it actually changes your actual DNA structure in your body. Disease? No, it changes your own DNA. What Like does? the mRNA, the messenger RNA. Mm-hmm. It goes to your DNA, and it tells your DNA, it changes your DNA to be... It flips different switches and it things. It flips different switches mm-hmm. so that, like, it's like, hey, you've got the coronavirus. When it flips some sp- switches, now you're immune. You know, Which is pretty cool. Like, so hopefully that can be a thing that happens. Look, we've been going for about 40 minutes, and we got another podcast to do. And so how about, listen, I want to do a, a more silly news story okay. before we wrap it up, because this has been very serious. I have some notes for the next show that'll be funnier. We'll watch that trailer around the next one. Yeah, it's a little too serious. Well, not too serious. I it's think important to have these kinds of conversations, I think it's even, if it's, good. even if it results in some seething and some people potentially oh, being evicted. Well, I've, I've never, se- I don't see, <laughs> okay, for one. So let's wait, 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 here. Okay. Let's, 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 right, let's, let's, let's okay, move let's, on. Let's I'm not finish it up. Enough. I'm just going to say, I was just going to say one thing. Okay, say your one we thing. We can have, uh, you know, civilized discourse in this, in this world. The internet has taught me that that is an impossibility. Okay. <laughs> now, listen, like I said, uh, like I've said before, Twitter, Facebook, they're not real life. The way, and you know, because the way you behave on Twitter and face and Facebook are not ways you behave in real life. Cause you'd be afraid of getting punched in the face. So here we go. Listen, um, this person is my is now my favorite entrepreneur in the world. Oh my god. <laughs> this lady. So here, if you here take a look at at, at the arms first before I uh 
Up. So get get here. Lean in a little bit here. Move your microphones. All right, all right. I can see. Okay. If you see it, it looks like a sunburn. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to downplay it, but just so you know, it looks like a sunburn where he spritzed himself. Oh shit. From this, from this distance. Yeah. Oh. Because that's where you're gonna spray yourself. Ah, oh, jeez. She made her own. She made, yeah. Like, the update. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's enough of that. The update from that was that she had had made it and she was being charged. But, hey, there are distilleries that are using their their runoff to create sanitizer that actually isn't going to burn the shit out of you. Well, yeah, so basically this is why price gouging is actually a good thing. It serves a purpose in the market. And you may not like it. But it it, it it really does. And look, you, there's many, there are multiple ways you can handle this. Gouging is one of them, and um, like limiting the number of things or uh, items you can sell to customers is another one. But they're all market strategies that you know do serve a purpose in keeping people from doing dumb things like buying eight thousand gallons of hand sanitizer when they need three for like three month period. So you really you don't even need three gallons of hand sanitizer for a long period of time, honestly. How is that a silly story? That's just sad. That's it's kind of silly. It's it, like listen, someone's making their own homemade sanitizer. How? Wh- <laughs> what's my question is like, how do you not like test that at all? You have a everyone has a friend or a cousin who's gonna like you spritz it on them and say here, let's let's give this a test first. It's for human consumption, or maybe I'm doing it from a like a uh, like a normal human standpoint where I think. I should test this before I sell it to somebody. You can actually make your own though safely with like isopropyl alcohol at a certain percentage, aloe vera and like essential oils. Yeah, I I, I love it. <laughs> I'm not we're not going to use the good shit for that. No, we're not. Uh I yeah, like uh, I refilled my my bags hand sanitizer out of the um industrial hand sanitizer like that's one of the things we we, we don't run out of very quickly is um that no name brand hand sanitizer you know like it comes in a pump thing with no like it doesn't have like a bunch of frilly like labeling on it it's just like you know a bottle with like it's it's square and it, it just looks like it's for a, like a warehouse yeah and so i don't know it's it, it, yes it's silly and it, i think it's silly honestly i know the burn the burns aren't all that silly for that kid but for like <laughs> listen we're, we're making jokes about about world war ii now so honestly world war three World War Three. What? World War Three. Why what? are we making jokes about World War Two? Yeah, we're making jokes about World War Two. That already happened. Exactly. That's it, look. World War Three. No, we're making jokes about World because War Two because of the pandemic. Okay. Yes, we're gonna have, we're gonna go into resource wars. Okay. So that being said, look, people are acting crazy. Don't act crazy. And I am going to start playing the where is it? The outro music. So there will always be people trying to. Make money off the misfortunes Make a quick of the world. It's just bad juju. Listen, some people will, will employ gouging. Some people will employ limitations on how much you can buy. But they're all market factor or forces to, you know, limit the number of things you can buy and give more products to more consumers. Uh, that's an interesting note to end off on, but yes.
Well, hey, Freaking Amish Radio has a very good episode on that, actually. So it's just so don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. All right. That being said, I'm Spike. I'm Samantha. I'm Victor. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>